Hey, spooky friends, and welcome to The Three Twisted Sisters, hosted by Britt, Kay, and Lexi. And on today's Twisted episode, we are going to be talking all about UFOs and aliens. So right out the gate, do you guys believe in aliens? Absolutely. 100%. There's Absolutely. no way there's not. Like, yeah. think about it in a grand scheme. Yeah, like, here we go. Like, think about the sun. It's a star, uh-huh. is it not? Mm-hmm. Right? It's and the if, star for our oh, my galaxy. It's our, hey, I was like, it's our star. But, like, if that can make Earth be habitable, there's got to be other stars that do the same to the, like, planets near them. Habitable. Habitable. No, it just rolled off the tongue. So, (laughs) absolutely, it is. It is not only crazy. You know, it's a little narcissistic. (laughs) I think it is. It is narcissistic to assume that we are. It is signs of life it is we're laughing yeah. because we have said this before <laughs> i'm Kale's sorry always like believe, but <laughs> if you don't you think you're the only special planet in the universe i know you're out of so, your mind all those videos you see online and things like that and even just thinking about like just thinking of space in general the zoom out the thought of zooming out. Like we're the, so yo. tiny. Yes. Yes. And so pebble. Not yes. even. We're like a a little atom in the whole freaking universe. The tele the newest telescope is like blowing my freaking mind. I know. It's really, really cool. Yeah. But yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. You do believe too, correct, Brittany? We're just oh, assuming for sure. Yeah. <laughs> Brittany's like, oh, peer pressure. Yes, of course I do. I believe. I believe. Yeah, I definitely. Definitely, definitely. Well, no, I mean, we were raised on X-Files, so I feel like it would be a crime not to have some sort of belief in UFOs. Yeah. yeah. It's aliens. Any of it. Mm-hmm. But, okay, aside from that, so we do all believe that alien encounters, abductions, UFO visits, those are all... I mean, maybe not every single one of them, but that those do happen. We believe in those. Yeah. Yeah. Same. Yeah. So just to jump into UFOs in general, what is the definition of a UFO? Anybody know? Oh, I know. I know. (laughs) Anybody not know? Yeah, anybody not know? Because you're going to learn here today. We're We're not here to judge. (laughs) exactly um (laughs) ufo basically stands for unidentified flying object um aliens some different sort of you know something different from you unlike who you are the marvel cinematic universe a point blank, yes. Wait. <laughs> I mean, which which part of it? The which part? Is the whole universe flying? Because I don't about being aliens. Identify the aliens. 
Yes. All of them. They're, our Earth is in that universe. So if we're in that universe, that means we're there. We're like, that's our home planet. And then they're living in different, uni- like different planets. Like they're there, like Asgard. And <laughs> other planets that in Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, like those. But are like Spider Man is on Earth, a different Earth. So it's but not he's our on Earth. our, but he's on our Earth in no, the story. No, he's not on ours. No, we're Which, we're, we're he's Earth. on Earth. What is it? I don't know his Earth number, or it's like I think it's uh, I don't want to say it and be wrong and be like <laughs> people to attack me. I think it's Earth six one six, and then we're Earth twelve eighteen. So, like, our, the one that we live on is in the Marvel Universe. Just no one has that, powers in it. We've talked about it before. Yeah. <laughs> well, I haven't heard, like, the full breakdown. Just the, I want to compare the Marvel like, Universe. Like, that's why, like, aliens. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. I could see see it. Mm-hmm. We're picking up what you're putting down. Yes. <laughs> but yeah, so yeah, we do believe in aliens and UFOs and uh, alien encounters and abductions. Theories. Yeah, absolutely. Of course. We and open to interpretations. Mm-hmm. True. Sure. Maybe. So aliens or sightings of UFOs of flying saucers in general or different um, humanoid looking creatures have dated back really since the dawn of the humans. Um, Sorry. Since the dawn of the humans, (laughs) thousands of years, hundreds of thousands of years. Um, So what's some ancient history on this topic? So, hear me out. Because aliens have been around for so many, so many, so many years, right? But the first, like, actual writing, like, in paper and, like, published was back in, like, whole England in 1801. So, they apparently saw, like, this, like, these round balls, almost, like, moon-like, but they were obviously smaller, but they were in the sky. And they... They weren't like the pattern of the stars at all. So, like they were irregular, right? Because you know the stars are for the most part pretty like regular with their patterns, if that mm-hmm. makes sense. And there was about seven of them like lit up, and then for a second they disappeared, and then five appeared. And this time they looked like little fire red balls versus like this pretty like blue white lighting, which is like what the, right? Like yeah. no star does that. No moon does yeah. that. Like, what What in tarnations was that, right? <sighs> Crazy. Can you even imagine being... What was the year? 1801 or 19? 1801. 1801. Wow. Can you imagine being alive in England, 1801, and you just look up and you're like, what the hell is happening? Like, what was going through their brain? Yeah. Like, are we going to yeah. die? Yeah. Like, like right. Yeah, because what would you even think that was? I mean, at that time, you'd probably think it was like hell opening up or something i mean we're, we're it might have been they're alive. i'm just they're, kidding they're <laughs> right um, who knows um that's crazy though mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i wonder if like so there were seven originally i wonder if like 
two of them just dipped out. They went back home, and the other ones were like, brake lights. I don't red. know. Or what if they like? I fucking know. What if like two of them parked inside the other other ones? Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, that is weird. <sighs> These are the kind of questions that keep me up at night. Or like, what if they're yes. like having like a meeting? Or okay, like. Five of us are going to stay here. You two go somewhere else. Right. You know what I mean? It reminds me of this documentary I saw. I think it was last year. Um, it's called Close Encounters of the Fifth Kind. And um, it gives, like, uh, aliens a different spin than, like, the traditional, their evil kind of thing. And they actually go on... Um, like uh, you, uh, alien communication retreats almost and like go into certain areas like in the desert or in um, nature on a beach. And it's like a group of people that go and sit in a circle and they they meditate and they open themselves up to communicate with the stars and they capture all sorts of really crazy um, video evidence of like uh, – balls of light colored balls of light in the sky that come and like hover for a little bit and then go um all very very cool documentary i loved that documentary but it was a it was similar to my actual uh ufo experience which we can get into later mm. see do you guys ever wonder like okay I, i'm asking you because i know that we joke that we're like our lives are like taped, you know, <laughs> and then the aliens are like watching our, no, you know, sitcom. We do. She started it. <laughs> but it's like, when you think of like, just maybe think of that when you said like the balls of like come and then they stop and then they hover for a while and then they leave. Do you think it's like the like alien MS? kids like checking on their little Sims characters and then. Well, the, the documentary yeah. kind of discusses. And they're like looking yeah. at us. Yeah, the, the documentary discusses how they almost, they deliver, um, like, spiritual messages about, like, the universe and, like, the meaning of life and, like, po more of, like, a positive spin to aliens. And they, like, dog heavy on um, the U.S. government, that dude from Blink-182, like, they go heavy on those people for creating fear and panic and saying, yo... You guys are standing for like, oh, we need Space Force to protect us from whatever's out there. And they're like, they're not, they come in peace, you know, that sort mm -hmm. of thing. It was just what an interesting. The, what did the guy from Blink-182 do? He, don't quote me on this. He works, he Quoting supports government. <laughs> he supports and is like a spokesperson for um, like uh, space exploration and protecting the earth from space invasion pretty much hmm. like in a uh, government. That's so cool. yeah, he's like a big, he's a big supporter of we need to defend like ourselves and the, on the flip side, let me get his exact name. The, um, the doctor, Dr. Stephen Greer, he is like specifically about, um, that aliens hold spiritual knowledge that they want to share with us. Well, and there is the guides, the um, mm -hmm. star beings. Yeah. Star beings. Yeah. The star yeah. beans. Star beans. Beans. <laughs> yeah. But there's beans, even beans. Um, 
almost like not writing because they're it's like back in the fourth century in the Chinese tombs, like evidence that they were like encountering aliens too because they like referred to this like moon boat that would show up in the night and it would like light up and it would show up every 12 years wait where is that written in, in the chinese tombs whoa yeah a moon boat that's what they called it because i had no idea yeah that's adorable though yeah. oh, that's so, like cool. they've been around for years mm -hmm. thousands some would say maybe Jeez. Yeah. Well, and not only that, I mean, they're in other, like, multiple different cultures <laughs> that never connected with each other. But, like, literally. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's what I said. They never connected. <laughs> but literally, they didn't. So, at that time, there's so many different cultures all around the world that are writing, like, depicting pictures or having writings about these otherworldly creatures coming down. And having, having, um, almost like, uh, <laughs> having proof of it, proof in the yeah. pudding, the pyramids. There's no way they're not built by aliens. Right. Or like, hear me out, at least like assisted, like the assistance of an alien. Whether it be their technology or even just like, hey, you guys should do it like this. Like it was almost, it was like, um higher level education physics to get yeah. those and there's pyramids all around the world so and the thing is that they're all in the same area and it's all mathematically linked together which is interesting too mm -hmm. and what's really cool is like the inside of the pyramids are way above their time as well i mean no they don't have freaking like running water and electricity but the different mechanisms so that they could have these lavish pyramids. It's like maybe humans just, really came up with that. <laughs> well, it's like if you just think about like how it's supposed to be built and how much the blocks weighed, there's like it doesn't make sense for it to just have been a pulley system or a leverage system. Like, even archaeologists are, like, baffled by it. Like, they're like, there's no way that they could have made some sort of a pulley system or with leverage to get these precisely the way that they are. Well, like, how like how heavy is one of them? Like, 70 tons. Yeah, okay, no. Yeah, and it's <laughs> but, like, they would have needed, like, a very, like, a 10-degree incline of a ramp. And it doesn't, like, it doesn't make sense mathematically. Because, like, the ramp would have been so long as, like, and then, like, where's the proof of the ram? Did they just, like, was it made of wood? Did they break it down and burn it? Or was it made of stone? And if so, like, where is it? Yeah. Yeah. They're, they're, um, the pyramids are a huge question mark it, for me. Because sure. I definitely, like, um, <laughs> there were thousands of slaves that absolutely assisted in the build. But I think that there, I mean, there's hieroglyphics of UFO forms in the sky. There's cave drawings of UFOs in the sky. I think they're definitely, if, um, if not like straightforward communication, even like telepathic 
like build like if you build it they will come kind of <laughs> shit. Yeah. Like so I I could I could stand behind that for sure. Yeah, no, absolutely. It's it's just like a little so who knows? We'll know when we know, you know? No, I don't. <laughs> so what kind of encounters are there exactly? So there are five encounters. So we the first encounter is when you spot a UFO in the sky or an alien type object on the ground. That would be the first kind. The second, and with no evidence left behind. So you just see something in the sky, nothing crazy. The second kind, number two, is um, a UFO encounter that leaves some sort of evidence. So kind of think like um, burn, scorch, yes, like crop circles, scorch marks on the ground from like the... um, aircraft, things like that. Um, The third kind is when you actually make contact with a UFO and you see some sort of um, you see you have some sort of a clear clearer communication with the UFO on a ship or on the floor. Acknowledgement that you're there. Yes. Like Spice World? Uh, Yes, actually. Like Spice World. Mm -hmm. Um, Now, close encounters of the fourth kind is when you're actually abducted. So that is when you are taken physically from um, your planet and brought somewhere else. Abduction. Um, Close encounters of the fifth kind is when you have a clear communication with them. So this is different than the third kind where you see them in the sky and you're kind of like, you know, having that like subtle, uh, what's it called? Like acknowledgement of each other to where the fifth kind is where you're, you're going somewhere, you're setting up a communication signal and you're communicating on a semi-regular basis. So. Pen pal? Kind of. (laughs) (laughs) Well, now that we know the five encounter types, I am going to talk about one that is a close encounter of the fourth kind. And it's probably one of the most famous, if not the most famous abduction story, but it's one of the most famous abduction stories. And it's back from 1975, Travis Walton. Most people know who that is. If If you're into aliens or UFOs, you've heard him before. Um, this man has quite the story. So back in, I believe it was November. Yes. November 5th, 1975, Travis and his five other coworkers, um, are working in the woods. So they're like loggers. They like cut down trees and stuff like that. Right. So the six of them are out there. They, they're like, oh man, we're exhausted. It's been like, blah, crazy stuff. Let's go to sleep. And then we got to come back here, yada, yada, whatever. So they're getting ready to leave. And excuse me, they hear and see something. And they're like, what the heck was that? So the six of them jump in the truck and go driving towards where they heard the sound. And they see this bright light. So they're like frozen 
looking at this object emitting this bright light towards them. And Travis Walton decides that he wants to get a closer view of what this is. So he gets out of the car. And I mean, there's a lot of different sources. I've watched quite a few documentaries. There's actually a movie made about it. Travis Walton wrote a book. So there's a few different um, types of the stories, you know, coming from each of individual. But from the one that I remember the most, like right off the top of my head, um, Travis gets out of the car and he starts walking towards them. And a couple of them are like frozen solid, like, what is he doing? And there's at least one or two more yelling, like, come back, come back. Like, what are you doing? And he kind of like turns around and he's like, I just want to get a closer look. And he walks a couple more steps and then a light beams right at him, like a giant blue light hits him. No, towards him from the object. Yeah. So then they all get like, boof, right? And Travis Walton is like, thrown somewhere else and all the other five guys start freaking out they tear out their driving they're like no way travis survived that that was like oh. a beam hitting him yeah so bye they travis out. they're freaking out a couple of them are like we have to go back and get travis like what are you thinking so they pop a yui go back Good. completely gone he's gone the aircraft is gone nothing if only they would have taken They created a diversion. Yeah. So they're freaking out. They get back into town and tell the police. Immediately, the police go, these five guys killed their friend. Immediately. Ooh. They become suspects number one through five. All of them, they're freaking out. That's like the main thing that they thought. It's like, oh, really? A spacecraft came down and laser beamed your friend and now they're both missing? No, you guys killed them. So they start a search party. So a few days later, <clears throat> some articles say five days, some say seven days. I believe that it was like five days later. Um, no one's found him. No one knows anything. The police are like ready to f just arrest the friends at this point. Um, he shows back up. He's Travis? walking down the street. Yeah, Travis shows back up. He's walking down the street. He's discombobulated. Doesn't know what the heck just happened, where his friends are, what happened at all. So he finds his way back to the home and they take him to the police station. They're like, he's alive, he's alive, he's alive. So he starts explaining to the police what happened. And his story aligns perfectly with his five other coworkers and their exact story as well. And he says, this is what happened uh, and was like mystified, you know? And so at this point, it's making news everywhere. Everyone in the country knows about it. And he's being bombarded with news reporters. They want talk shows. They want articles written about him. They're all like dying to know. And at that point, he's like, does not want to talk about it. He's like, I, I was basically a, a patient. He recalls multiple times waking up and he was cut open. I mean, they oh. like, yeah, like there's. He, I mean, what did they look was, like? Did he talk about that? Yeah, he, I mean, it was pretty stereotypical, but he, I believe he was probed. I mean, there's multiple different things about it. That's so cool that he was just cut open and they were just stuck. That has got to be the coolest, like, damn. Sorry. I don't know if cool that's is the right so word. Cool. Like, but, think about it. You're getting studied. Like, that's sick. No? Like, okay. I mean, you're awake. But do you, 
you think he felt it? I feel like they are so if they could fly in an aircraft and get someone, I feel like they're so yeah. advanced that they could like sedate you, but you still be a lot awake. Yeah, for them to like be able to study you, like that's got to be the coolest experience. Oh my god! And I so think cool. he remembers them like not communicating verbally. It was all telepathic. That is so sad. Yeah. So what did they look like to him though? Like, Hang was, on, I'll get it? to the story. Shush. Okay, sorry, 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 sorry. sorry. So, um, he's shush he's in the middle of this. <laughs> he's in the middle of this interview, and they're wanting to take pictures, right? So they want to have him re recreate the uh, like reenact what happened, and one of the the photographers says, "Go ahead and stare off into the sunset," you know, like stare off into the horizon, and he freaks out. He says that this is going to make it look like he wants to be abducted again. Like this is like he's waiting to be taken again. And he refuses. And that's at that point, he pretty much is like, I'm done talking to reporters. Weird, right? Okay. So he writes a book about it. They've got a bunch of different like shows, documentaries. There's a movie about him. The the movie's on here. Let me show you. And then I'll pull up what, you know, they think he thinks it looks like. Um, so there's all this different stuff. Of course, that then caused him to be bombarded again with people that had also been abducted or that claimed that they had been abducted. Um, and people that were family members of people that had been abducted and they would never come back. So he's kind oh of like, a, yeah, like a case of like, I mean, so many people are calling him all the time. He had to disconnect his phone, his home house phone for 10 years whoa yeah he kept it disconnected for 10 years now along with the bombarding phone calls and reporters and articles and yada 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 um i forgot what i was gonna say oh along with all of that um people wanting to question him a lot of people were very skeptical of what happened and another man We'll pull him up as well. Wrote a book in 1983, kind of debunking his entire story. Whoa. Yeah. Saying that he had this planned out from the beginning, saying that his family, they were all really big into UFOs and abductions and different things, and that he had watched a movie or a TV show um, based a- about abductions three weeks prior to his abduction. And that his family was very lackadaisical during the um, investigation of his missing self. That it seemed like, uh, you know, they were expecting him to come back. And I think his brother even said, don't worry, my brother will show back up. He's just traveling in space right now. So to me, I'm like, I mean, I, I can be skeptical, but I think that's BS. I think that that's like a U.S. government try to cover up, you know? Oh. Like, how would you know what he watched three weeks prior? Yeah. If he's not talking to reporters, what? why would he talk to someone who's skeptical about it, you know? Um, right. And reading the reports, I mean, it didn't seem like his family was just completely careless and they didn't care. But, like, what can they do besides search parties? Right. I know. So, to me, I'm like, it's very convenient that you're all of a sudden skeptical about it you know i i don't think i don't know so i mean like i i play the devil advocate saying like okay it was the 70s he could have gone on like a gnarly trip and like ran off into the desert 
that could right. for sure. But um, that's so like brazen to just be to just go out there and write a book and say, "No, nah, this guy made everything up." Yeah, like, my gosh, it's like you know, it's slanderous. It's just weird, right? So whatever. But there, he does have a book. I mean, he's got a whole website. He's got. He's fine. He's talked to a lot of different reporters. There's documents. I think there's even one on he's Netflix fine. right now. Yeah. He's completely he's fine. No He'll trauma. Be fine. He's no fine. big deal. Um, yeah. But I did find an article where he went back 40 years later to the exact spot. And it was it was just kind of cool reading from his point of view, like what it was like being there again. Um, but it's very interesting. If you want to watch the movie about it, it's called Fire in the Sky. And I mean, you'll see it's the Travis Walton story. There's also another one that's like Travis's like adventure or some, something like that, where it's also about that. Um, but Fire in the Sky is a more popular one. And when you look at the cover, it's like a guy getting like laser beamed up. Okay. But the aliens themselves in Fire in the Sky kind of look like Groot. Ha! Right? They're cute. <laughs> yeah. So let me see. I don't know if I can show you. Whoa, that is literally like Groot. <laughs> yeah. So, um, oh look, there's even one where it's just I him and Groot. I told you the Marvel universe. Oh, was that's real. funny. Um, <laughs> so very cool, very interesting. Makes you makes you think. Like, okay, all right, sure. But of course, with any kind of situation, there's going to be skeptics already. But I personally, I don't know what you guys think, but I personally think that it was a government cover-up trying to be but it failed miserably because he has quite the following in the um science fiction world and extraterrestrial world right yeah. um yeah i think i mean there is like you you want to take abduction stories with a grain of salt but um i don't know that seems that's really wild it's it's easy for me to say to kind of sit on the fence of a, abduction stories and um, I could go like yay or nay either way. I'm kind of like a middle grounder when it comes to it. Did he get abducted um, any more times or was it just that one? I believe it was just that one. I know that there are different abduction stories where they claim to have been abducted multiple times. Um, but I think he was just abducted the one time. Wow. Yeah. That's so cool. quite, quite interesting for sure. Mm -hmm. Now I've never been abducted. Love I've never abducted. been probed by any aliens. I have a very big respect and obsession, not obsession, but I love science fiction and I love aliens. Um, but I've never been abducted. Have you? No, I wish I would though. Why? It would be so cool. Like, you hear that, guys? <laughs> yeah. Think about it. You're in a spacecraft outside of Earth. Like, how is that not cool? No, that part's cool, but... That part is not think, cool. What makes you think that you're, like, up and able to walk around and go into chow hall with the I aliens? Don't, Why I don't would you think be that. I, I think table? it's cool to be... Like, if they study me, like, that would be even cooler. So... Because it's just, like, the experience. Like, yeah. I'm literally in space right now. For and, like, me, you know, that would be a nightmare. What if they're like cool about it? What if like they're like, wow, this girl's dope. Like, let's keep her. And I'm like, <laughs> and what friend. would Marvel do without you? I'd come back and get her. I'd be like, hey, okay, I'll be your friend, but let's go get Big Marvel. Who's paying for the gas? The aliens. 
That's a lot of uh, that's you're asking a lot from these aliens right now. To be polite, think you're cool, keep you forever, and go back and pick up Marvel and pay for gas. What if it's like a what if it's like Guardians of the Galaxy aliens that abducted me? Yeah, that would be cool. That's different story. Like you know what I'm saying? That would be totally different. Experience it in general would be dope. I think it'd be dope. I don't know. Even when I think have you ever wait? Let me stop real quick. Have okay. you ever had an encounter that you thought could be an alien? Yeah. We'll get to it. We'll get to it. All right. Well, I was going to say, if you had, you probably wouldn't feel the same way. So I'm very eager to hear your abduction, or not abduction, mm-hmm. encounter story. Um, go ahead, Brittany. I didn't mean to cut you off. That's okay. Um, no, space terrifies me. I'm much more like, I want to stay on the ground, <laughs> even if... Even if, God forbid, something were to happen to the planet, like Wally, for instance, I'd be like, nah, bitch, I'm staying on the earth. Sorry. <laughs> You're going to be Wally? The, yeah, I think it's just like the going into an empty vacuumous place that has, not empty, but a vacuumous place that has no gravity or oxygen or like, uh, it just scares me. Well, even watching like Buzz the other day and spoiler alert if you if you guys haven't seen the new buzz um but there's a part where she gets out of the space ship and then goes flies to the other side and then it's like oh make sure you don't miss that you grab it otherwise you're gonna be drifted off into space forever um and then it's like a scary adrenaline rush oh my gosh did she you know grab it no whatever that scares me yes but I think it would be very cool. 100. I've always loved space. So I think it would be cool to go to space. If it was like mutual, we're having fun. We're take a little vacation. Bring me back home. You got to get them Don't to like you. Don't put anything up my butt, you know. You got to get them to like you, though. Like, I'm, I'm like down They're to like meet me. them here on the earth. Like, I just don't know. If it's like quick, if I don't have to like. If it's, like, fast. And you don't have to maybe. use any sick days at work or something like that. I don't have to experience, oh, I'm flying. And, you know, I don't know. I'm also deathly afraid of heights. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's <laughs> even thinking, like, I know that they're going to start. They're going to start <laughs> next week. No, but I know that they've been talking about doing, like, um, like moon trips where oh, that would be take, so like, a spaceship cool. to the moon or something. They want to eventually have something in place. Well, the biggest hang-up right now, other than mass movement up to space, is what country on Earth owns the moon and separating it that way. Why would... Why does a country have to own the moon? Because welcome to Earth. Territory. That would be sick. Imagine the U.S. and the moon. That would be sick. That'd be so cool. I have a lot of like spiritual respect for the moon, so it kind of annoys me that that's even like they a joking. Like they're yeah, like talking about it all. I'm like, get the fuck away from the moon. But it would be cool to go to the moon. It like, would, they, but they then imagine that. like look at they like, want to go Disneyland. and like drill. Yeah, they want to make like resorts on the actual oh, moon. Yeah, so like imagine like, the just fucking... to have it to see it as is preserved. Okay, so I was thinking they just wanted to keep it. As Unless, like, they said, oh, we're going to reserve X, like, this uh, um, X amount of the moon's surface as, like, a, like, a world, 
park. I'm thinking like national park, but on like a global. No, even then, humans don't deserve it. I would want to go, and I would want to be able to walk and be on the moon and stuff. But I don't. I don't think that the. I don't. I don't have a lot of faith in humanity. I've been to many a national parks that I mean, people are just trashy. Well, I just me off. I, I I guess I'm finding out I am afraid of space. <laughs> there you go. Now you know. I am not. Yeah. Have you, you are ever, not at um, all, girl. <laughs> yeah, you're ready to go back to space. You're wearing Thor, Love and Thunder. Seriously? He's <laughs> ready to go. Abduct yeah. her, Thor. That's yeah, what she's waiting. saying. <laughs> yep. Um. So have you experienced, had an experience or an encounter, Brittany? Just in general? Uh, not with, like, Joe Schmo down the street, but an alien encounter in your real life. Oh, yes. So, the one time that I for sure can say that was alien, that was UFO, um, it was actually recent. It was, like, within the last year or two. I remember um, standing outside my the front of my mom's house and I was coming in and I remember looking over into the sky, like over the desert. Um, and this particular patch of desert is like miles and miles of miles of like Southern California mountains, desert land. Okay. So I'm like looking over there and I see this large glowing ball that's like orange and it's chilling there. And it, and it sits there for like five minutes. I'm not kidding. Long enough that I was able to go grab my husband, my mom. I think you were there. Mm -hmm. I grabbed everybody to come see it, and it didn't move, and it was just, like, chilling right there. And then slowly but surely, I saw it, like, going, and then it was gone. So at that that particular one, it could, absolutely could have been a drone. I'm not going to deny that. But um, it also – it was a UFO. It was unidentified, and it was a flying object that I saw with my – with my own eyes. Absolutely. So, the thing about like, closest. the thing about um, that area in particular, there's so much space government um, companies that, that are in that area, as well as Area 52. It's What's not that? Area 51. What's Area 52? Edwards. The one in. Yeah. No way. I had no idea. Yeah. So when everyone was talking about like <laughs> storming Area 51 and they were like, oh, uh, instead of driving all the way to Area 51, not all the way, but there, we're going to go to Edwards. They have aliens there? What I Edwards think. Air Force Base for our listeners. What I think is that there's underground tunnels that connect a lot of stuff. And I wouldn't be surprised if Area 51 was connected to Area 52 through a tunnel underground, and that's where they move people. But I mean, what do I know? It's a long-ass tunnel. <laughs> mm-hmm. But not if you're, long like, driving tunnel. a car. It's just not on the road. Yeah, you're oh, right. God. So that is my UFO story. What about you, Kay? Mm -hmm. So, mine is not a UFO there was no UFO that I saw, but there was an alien or what I assumed to be an extraterrestrial being. Okay, so um, about five or six years ago, I'm at my mom's house and it's Sunday morning and 
if you go up the stairs in her house, there's two windows at the top of the stairs and they, the windows were open and the blinds were all the way up as well. Okay. Just painting a little picture. Safe. So yeah. So we're <clears throat> me and my mom and my boyfriend at the time are walking up the stairs. Right. And so we stopped dead in our tracks at almost the top of the stairs and we're all looking out the windows and I see a creature running across so like my mom's backyard faces a street and then across is more houses but at the time there weren't any houses there it was just a blank construction site and this creature is running across the construction site and then it vanishes okay so I'm like I look at my mom and my boyfriend at the time and I'm like and we're like we're all three like did you just see that what the hell was that oh my gosh so what I saw and what three of us saw was a creature on two legs with arms, but it wasn't, it was on all fours. It was on two legs and it was tall. I mean, we're watching it from a distance, but there's things around it, like a tractor and like different things around it. That, so we can kind of guesstimate its height and it's tall, probably like seven, eight feet. And it has the body of a like the closest thing I can say is like it's the body of a kangaroo, the face of a dog, and it's running so fast that I mean it's like a couple of seconds, like one to vanish. Was it wearing? Yeah. It wasn't wearing any clothes, and its skin was the same color as the dirt that it was running on. Gross. So it was like a tannish beige color. Any so on it's running it, nothing on him. He's just running incredibly fast and then vanished. So of course, like the psychos we are, me and my boyfriend at the time are like, what was that? Let's go investigate it. Oh my gosh. Cool. So we run up there to that area and we're like, okay, it's a Sunday morning. There's no construction workers here, which there weren't. There was nothing up there. There was no one because there had been no houses at this in this area at the time. So no one was there. There were no neighbors around. There was no dog prints, human footprints, shoe prints, nothing. And I mean, we searched that area for a minute and and it was insane. So the thing that I kind of concocted in my brain was, again, in that area is a very like <clears throat> spacey kind of area. There's a lot of um companies involving spacecraft or things like that in that area so i'm thinking okay this area it's kind of like a like a rest stop for aliens maybe okay and also in that area of where my mom's house is is completely mountainous so there's mountains with no one there so i'm thinking right on the other of side desert. of desert. Yeah. Of desert. So in the area where he was running is completely deserted. It's desert, mountains, whatever. So I'm thinking, what if he parked his ship over there? Okay. And then he was in town doing whatever. And I think he was injured just from the way he was running, although it was incredibly fast, it seemed weird. And then I think that he had like a cloaking device mechanism that was malfunctioning. And he was running back to his ship and it malfunctioned right when we saw him. 
and then he was like doing something and then it worked again and that's how he disappeared like that that's what i think happened you know what i think that sounds like what an sw what's an sw oh yeah well and i and i'm not sure either way if it was an alien or a skinwalker because i have been researching more about skinwalkers lately and they do seem like they more line up with like what I saw more lined up with that. But one could argue are skinwalkers aliens anyways. I mean, that's the biggest thing. We know that they're, they could be elementals from our planet or they could be extraterrestrial. Like if you, if um, they're elementals from our planet, would we be the aliens? I think they, we could. They're like in a, like in a uh, separate kind of like how, when we were talking about the Fae, how um, so many like sightings of Fae are around because they're in our dimension, just at a different frequency. I kind of think like because they Fae are, <clears throat> excuse me, are elemental esque, and I kind of tie like that species, if you will, for lack of category, um, and kind of put those in there as well those uh skinwalkers in there as well mm-hmm. but regardless <laughs> they are alien to us right so whether it be from here from another dimension from space i definitely saw something <clears throat> and it wasn't just me my mother saw it too and so did my boyfriend at the time we all saw it we all described the exact same thing what it was doing when it disappeared i mean i've I've had cool instances, especially we've ghost hunted a lot. So I've had paranormal, you know, instances happen to me. And it's always that much better when other people experience the same thing. And you can kind of like, you know, um, be like, oh, yeah, that was accurate. That happened to someone else's story or to someone do that to your own. Um, It makes you feel a little less crazy because I do know that the three of us saw something. What was what time it? of the morning was it? Oh, it was like nine nine in the morning. Oh dang, so the sun yeah. was already up. Oh yeah, it was um, bright enough to see everything. Okay. Jeez. Because yeah. my next thing was like if it wasn't an alien, it wasn't a skinwalker, a werewolf. But yeah, but then I, I associate that with werewolves. Like Yeah, right. Yeah. That's another so I don't know, but I saw something and it was very unidentifiable and it was very alien-esque, different. So that was my story and I love telling it. Crazy. Do you have one, Alex? Yeah, I do. All right, let's hear it. So Let's hear it, girl. I have two. So my first one is a story told to me. So I didn't live it, right? Gotcha. Okay, but it's a pretty cool story. So, hear me out. I'm gonna just hear me out. So, this person was born of a like alien, not from this planet, but look like, but look like a human, right? Okay. And then the mother was. The Marvel <laughs> Guardians of the Galaxy. <laughs> Is that seriously your encounter? 
I knew you didn't have a real one. You have not then encountered. Finish this story. Finish the story. No, no. My goodness, my children. On right now. <laughs> my children are stomp a lumping right now. My oh gosh. gosh. All right. Go ahead. Yeah, let's hear your story. So, mother is a human, right? Gotcha. His brandy, if you will. His. The father's right. His. <laughs> yeah. His uh, his mother gets sick and dies right father finds out sends someone to go pick him up right the group of people that picked him up were like no like we're gonna keep this little kid so i kept him right and then the guy ended up growing up in space essentially right and he became his own you know kind of became a protector of the skies if you must Hmm. (laughs) he eventually met his dad oh and he ended up having to kill him because his dad <laughs> his dad was not a good person he purposely killed his mom so now we're just letting <laughs> letting we're individual civilians make up their own earth he's a civilian from a different planet not even on earth right 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 so earth laws don't matter in space no Gotcha, gotcha, right. gotcha. Yeah. Gadget, gadget, and it gadget. is Guardians of the Galaxy. Beautiful. Great, Great Love movie. It. Highly recommend. <laughs> Beautiful execution. Okay, yeah. so seriously though, I have one. Okay. Like one, like I, it would be more of like that, um, Brittany, really fast. What yeah. are the, um, <clears throat> the stages again of like seeing the aliens? The encounters. So there's five of them. First one is seeing it like with your eyes in the sky or on the earth, like a UFO versus alien. Um, two is evidence. Think crop circles, scorch marks, things of that nature. Three is um, kind of like an awareness. Like I know that that thing is there and it knows that I'm there. Four is abductions five is kind of like an a b conversation um where you're like emitting uh energy communication yeah thank you and then getting a a reply back Hmm. mine was a encounter of the first kind yes mine was a mine was a first kind too oh that's cool okay so what's what's yours Okay, so hear me out. Okay, so hear me out. <laughs> so I mine was on my commute to work, and I take it every day, nothing crazy, right? And at the time where I was living, when I just got out of my, like, complex, the freeway was, like, right there. So I'm driving, and I'm not even, like, five minutes into my drive, and my car is a push-to-start, so it's, like, electrically ran, so all that takes like like electricity to run right Mm -hmm. and um i'm driving and my display screen or you can see the music and like my car dash is like flickering on and off i'm like that's like that's weird like shouldn't be doing that i was like there's something probably wrong so i like peel off on the side of the freeway and um when i when the second i peeled off my car turned off i was like that's cool (laughs) and then um 
I was like, let me call my dad. Because, <laughs> you know, it's who you call when your car is not acting properly. Right. right. And I didn't have cell service. And, like, I always have service there because I'm, like, that's, you know what I mean? Like, where was, like, were you still, like, in town? I was still in town. Like, yeah, like, I was not nowhere, like, anywhere far by any means. Like, I was in town. Weird. And for, like, ten minutes, I had nothing. And then out of nowhere, like, ten minutes go by and, like, everything just turns on. <gasps> no! It was on, it was, like, yeah, the, the, the freeway? Mm-hmm. Okay, because... You and mom, when you guys took the back road. Oh, See, this is I what think- I'm saying. This is what I'm saying. That I forgot there is about something that. weird in that area. Okay. Yeah. Because I don't know. I don't know if you were with me when they called and told me what happened. Okay. Brittany does have another one. Yeah. I okay, you have to forgot say. about this. Yeah. Okay. That was nuts. Okay. Yeah. Go, go, go. Okay, so this one particular night, my mom and I are on our way home from Bunko. We did Bunko once a month. It was super, super fun. Um, <laughs> anyway, so we were on our way home going through the mountains and the desert, um, not super populated, and just, like, yapping around, whatever. And we both just happened to say, like, what would you do if we saw, like, a UFO right now? Like... What would, what would what would be the first thing that you would do? Um, and we're just having like this light conversation. Well, we come up to the neighborhood and it's a left-hand turn um, into the actual neighborhood track or whatever. And we're sitting there talking, listening to music, whatever. Um, the light turns green. As soon as the light turned green, the car shut off, what completely shut off. Not only that, the doors locked and nothing, the car would not turn on, the doors would not open. And I'm not kidding, like we'd um, pull the thing up, it still wouldn't open. So it was, I want to say like 30 seconds to a minute of us panicking, going, what are we going to do? And the light's green and it's like cycling through colors. And... um, it was dark. It was like probably like 10 o'clock at night or something. And anyway, after, you know, what seemed like forever, the car finally turned on and we were able to go. But when we made it home, um, mom and I were joking to each other like, oh, my gosh, we almost got abducted. Because <laughs> we're on like the like the edge of our town has like desert, desert, miles of desert behind us. And we're like going in <clears throat> to make this important turn right on the edge of this desert. And it's just Which like, is right on the same street that we saw the alien. That's crazy. Like five years prior. Yes. Yeah. So the area that we live in, I mean, Southern California in general, if you look up like um, SoCal UFO sightings, they're very, very common. Very common. And... Um, yeah, I feel like that whole area, like Southern California, Arizona, Nevada, like that's where they happen, you know, yeah. like that's where it happens very frequently. There's so many deserts, yeah, like there's room, you know, yeah, exactly. Like, and oh, even, just park your ship there, and even to like think from like a um, a skeptical point of view, the area that we were in, and a lot 
of, um, I don't know, the, there's a lot of government owned desert land here that's like eight, like um, thousands of acres worth of desert that the government owns. It could be a government test. Like oh, a, that's crazy. Um, mm-hmm. Like a, a, what is it, EMP? Is that what it's called? Where it shuts down all of the, all but then you would think, you would think that if that went out, it would have shut down the streetlights and the, and the stoplight too. You're right. Mm-hmm. The You're fact right. that it was just, because also the fact that it was just your guys's car, because before your car started, didn't another car come up behind you? Yeah. Yeah. Like, so, and it almost I mean, that seemed one, like when they drove past us, our car shut off almost like they were like alakazam you know it was like that fast because then the light turns green they're coming up they zoom past us through the green light the car is like off the green lights on we can't move that's crazy. I was like an ass backwards (laughs) (laughs) but but her my mom's car at the time was also a push to start so, yeah. and I was like, I mean, I'm very much against robotics, not like, yeah, I was going to say, I have a electrical, but yeah, but I don't like self-driving cars. Like that creeps me out. Um, and even like, even a push to start, it creeps me out. Really? And especially yours has the little dial to do like the music. No, it doesn't. Yours have no. the park. No, I have the actual. Oh, oh, is it that? Does yours or mom's now have the dial to change it into reverse? The for the the gears. You know so, what I'm talking yeah, about. I know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Those ones are like the very those, common that's, Ford. That's oh. heinous. That sounds yeah. So like scary. let me just like turn the radio <laughs> up or turn on the AC and then I'm like. Boom. But it won't. It won't go while you're driving. Yeah. Sure. I don't trust it. I don't trust them. Right. They say so the car won't just be, shut off and then turn right back on. It happened to me. And they could, they could have been me. zooming past us and just happened to be like, okay, we're like on our normal route going to where to, wherever the Lottie da our day is going and happened to zoom past us and it like zap, like, you know, throws you off balance or something. Who knows? We don't know, but that's why it's unidentified. I mean, none of it is a flying object. None of us have seen. Well, we have. You've you've seen stuff, and you've seen. Yeah. Oh no, you didn't. Yours is (laughs) marble. Where have you been? Oh yeah, you did. It makes sense. Oh yeah, you did. It's literally a movie about (laughs) aliens. But the Marvel universe. Yeah, but. Forget you it. always You're say just the Marvel it. Universe. You never, like, specify the details. Like, I of don't, course. yeah. I literally say it every day. Oh, my God. <laughs> You're always like, well, but the Marvel Universe. Because we're in right? it. Right? <laughs> no, like, yeah. Oh, you think yeah. we're in it. That it's fully real and we're no. in it. Yes and no. Like, okay, our Earth and the Marvel Universe, do we know about the other ones? Do we watch them on TV? No. No, you don't know. Yes. You know for sure. That's why they're trying to break the fourth wall. They try to communicate to us because you know that we're watching. Okay. See, when you say that, now that, I'm like, all right, that would be sick as fuck. If then they broke the fourth wall in the movie and then they broke the fourth wall in real life. I'd be sick as fuck. Yeah. It would. But like, 
they could all possibly be real because we're in that universe and no one has powers in our universe. And if they come to our universe, they lose power. Oh, I didn't know that part. Uh. That's what, okay. Now that you have explained it, it makes sense because you just go, I mean, the Marvel like, Universe, I right? Yeah. And we're like, I see like every day. What about like, it? And we're always like, you're like what this. about the Marvel Universe? And you're like, oh, you guys are so The Marvel Universe, yeah. right? And we're like, yeah. yeah? What it's about like that it? Meme. I see it um, now. Have you guys seen that meme? I don't know the actor's name. Um, God, he's in uh, Sunny in Philadelphia. Okay. The little one. The oh yeah, the one oh, where he's got yeah. he's like pointing at the whiteboard, Charlie like Day smoking or yeah. something. Yeah. Yeah. Except but your, your whiteboard has, has no information. <laughs> That's why I have this. Because, because like nothing. you're, you're um, you you love Marvel, and we understand what Marvel is, but yes, you're like, but it's Marvel, yeah. <laughs> like, well, there's right. so many different aspects to Marvel. What are you talking? What do you mean? Now you've explain now we get it so you're meaning like dimension wise like we are the earth in the marvel movies that's real that's us yes checks out that's not it it's earth 616 but yeah we're not no of our fucking earth 12 what the fuck ever (laughs) that's what you're saying right yeah so don't sit here and look at me like I'm wrong. That's literally what you said. <laughs> God, whatever. Well, on that note, <laughs> thank you for tuning in, Twisted Listeners. I, <laughs> hope you liked. I hope you enjoyed it. And yeah. it's very much appreciated. Mm-hmm. Yes, and we'll add on, tack on a lot more um, UFO or alien stories or tales to tell you guys. Yes. And not only that, we want to hear your guys's. So if you guys have Mm -hmm. any stories, any UFO alien encounters that you want to share with us, definitely let us know. Obviously, we love this stuff and we would love to hear more. So you can either like and follow us on TikTok and Instagram at underscore three twisted sisters. If you're not watching this on YouTube, you can catch us on YouTube. (laughs) What? You, you can catch us on YouTube at three. Let us. <laughs> Let us. I was holding it in, Brittany. <laughs> Let us. Oh, no. I didn't say it, did I? Let okay. us know. <laughs> if you're not watching this on YouTube, our YouTube is Three Twisted Sisters Podcast. Uh, definitely like, subscribe, comment down below so that we can hear your guys' stories or, you know, anything. And if you want to send us a story on our email, our email is three twisted sisters podcast at gmail.com. We want to hear from you guys. Hope that you <laughs> we hope that you guys have a wonderful week and you guys take care and stay, stay twisted. twisted. Bye. Bye.